for smaller businesses, it's harder to know and be realistic about what your differentiation is. Um, one example I use all the time is just because your friends and family tell you that your food tastes really good at Thanksgiving. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. It's time for Black Wall Street Today. Black Wall Street Today. The premier media hub for black businesses, related politics, news, growth strategies, and events. Black Wall Street Today explores entrepreneurship opportunities for economic development while highlighting business owners, trendsetters, and community leaders. And now, here's your host. Blair Durham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 105th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Atrimitz, thank you to our sponsors at Apex Financial Group of Virginia, Milestone Mental Health Agency, and the COO team. We are super excited to share with you all. Today we're continuing in our tradition of pushing black business owners to excellency through education. Well, I am excited to get started today. I am big on tech technical assistance and leveraging our professional resources in order to scale our business. And in order to help us do that today, we have Mr. James A. Young back with us. He's the Vice President and Director of Tax and Accounting Services at CLP Financial Group. Through the business, James and his team provide financial planning, assessment management, and insurance planning services to the public. Shortly after his time in the Navy, James enrolled in school, earning his degree from North State University, and then went on to Old Dominion University, earning his Master of Business and Master of Accountancy. James has over 20 years of experience in public accounting and is a U.S. Navy veteran. Welcome back to the show, James. How are you? I'm fine, Blair. How you doing? Thanks for having me. I am excited to have you. Nothing makes me happier than seeing our businesses um, have their paperwork in order. Of course, 2020 has highlighted that critical need. And so, um, as we spoke about in the past, you know, I'm looking forward to this as really a recurring segment to assist our, our business community. So, I know you've got some updates for us. I want to spend some time first um, talking about the new offerings available through QuickBooks. Can you help us there? Sure, yeah. QuickBooks is starting a, a program where they're they're starting to offer insurance. And you mentioned earlier how, you know, 2020 has highlighted a lot of different things and definitely the lack of uh, paperwork and insurance is one of those things. We have a lot of businesses out there that are relatively small. They're micro businesses. They only have a few people involved. And there's definitely an identified lack of insurance. And so to help with that uh, problem, QuickBooks is setting up a platform where they've partnered with some outside insurance companies to where within minutes you can apply for different types of business insurance. So we're talking about things like workers' compensation, um, just professional liability insurance, and just general liability insurance for your business. And in addition to that... Yeah, it's a pretty good offering. It's really convenient. And in addition to that, you know, we've talked about, you know, as a society, we always talk about the retirement crisis and how people don't necessarily have access to retirement vehicles, which there are different options, but QuickBooks is coming out with its latest, with the latest option, which is they're going to start, if you have QuickBooks payroll, you can now sign up either the owner or the employees for a 401k through the QuickBooks payroll offering. 
And that's wow. something that, you know, you have different ways of saving, but it's generally thought to be more convenient when you can do it just coming straight out of your paycheck. And so now QuickBooks is setting up a program where they can help small businesses do that more conveniently. Love the streamlined offering, particularly around uh, insurance. Um, definitely a protection that, that business owners need. Thank you for sharing there. Okay. So what about some of the new um, or the newer SBA guidelines around ownership changes um, for those that took advantage of the PPP or the EIDL um, loans? So suddenly the SBA has become something that everybody's paying attention to, right? Because so many small businesses took out um, paycheck protection program loans or uh, disaster loans. And so... Now they're trying to work out some of the details. They gave the loans out really quickly, and all the details around forgiveness or what happens to the loans going forward is not necessarily clear. So they put out some guidance this week about, well, what happens if you sell your business or you sell a piece of your business that you've gotten a PPP or EIDL loan and now you want to sell? Well, they put out a procedure document where they're basically outlining certain definitions of what an ownership change means. And I'm not going to get too much into it, but it's technical. Sure. But the three highlights from that is, one, before you do an ownership change, if you've gotten a PPP or an EIDL that has not been satisfied, meaning you haven't paid it back, then you need to notify the Small Business Administration in writing prior to doing the ownership change. So what have you already done an ownership change? Well, they haven't said what those consequences are, right? But that's the first requirement. The second requirement, along with that notification, they reserve themselves 60 days to come back and and request that you either not do the ownership change or else make changes to how you're doing the ownership change. And so that's something that was very unexpected. And it's really not, I don't think anybody was really thinking about that before. I got a PPP loan and I want to sell my business. What are the implications? Well, now we know we need to let the SBA know and that they could potentially hold up that sale. The third part of that, and this one, I've just been reading the rules, and I think there's still some uh, streamlining to the rules that are going to have to take place, and it's somewhat of a legal question more than an accounting question. Okay. But there's there are certain situations where if you still have an outstanding PPP loan and you're selling your business or somehow changing the ownership structure, then you may need to set up an escrow account into which you deposit proceeds to make sure that if your PPP loan or EIDL loan doesn't get approved for forgiveness, funds are available to pay back that loan. So if you're selling the business, you may have to somehow make arrangements to put cash into an escrow, which is a little bit counterintuitive because you got the PPP loan because you didn't have a lot of cash. And right, so now right. they may turn around and tell you you need to put that cash in an escrow account somewhere. But I think that still needs to be fleshed out a little bit, but it's just those are just things to be aware of. Definitely. And as we are approaching the end of the year, what reminders um, do we kind of need to be thinking about as business owners? Well, because business owners generally have a lot of cash coming in and out and they have a lot of expenses and sometimes harder, especially if you're one of those business owners where you're not really paying attention throughout the year to what your tax profit is. Because remember, tax profit could be a lot different than what the actual economic profit is that you're getting. And so the very first thing you need to be aware of is that you do only have two months left for most changes that you would make. So you need to stop now and 
take time to review what your situation is so you know do you have a big profit that you need to be prepared to pay taxes on or are you do you have a loss and so you know you don't have to worry about that as much but you want to stop and review your situation and then once you identify what your situation is you want to think about what could i do now to mitigate my tax problem if right. you do have a tax problem do you need to save cash can you bring forward some expenses can you make contributions to retirement plans or charitable contributions um, those are just questions to ask um, if you're confident in doing that yourself, that's fantastic. You should do so. But if you're not, I would say at this point that we do offer what we call a preview appointment. And so you can make an appointment with us for a fee and then you can come in and sit down and we can talk to your situation and then we can help you work out what your situation is and what things you might be able to do within the next two months or longer if appropriate in order to mitigate any taxes and penalties that you might be facing. Perfect. If you've just tuned in, uh, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today having a conversation with James Young, who works as a CPA with CLP. <laughs> Tax <laughs> and financial, I almost got that completely mixed up. Uh, so just super grateful to uh, you and your expertise um, in assisting the small business community. Let's talk a little bit about some strategic planning. I know these are two words that can kind of, uh, you know, in terms of small business owners, but these are some important considerations in terms of looking at the year ahead and making sure that we have the processes as well as the strategy in place to reach our goals. In what ways is COP prepared to assist? Well, first let me define the problem a little bit. Um, yes. As I drive around Hampton Roads and other places, one of the things that always strikes me is how it seems to be that larger national chains are kind of coming to dominate the scene. And you can have smaller businesses that may be fantastic businesses and have great things to offer, mm -hmm. but it's just hard for them to compete. And I think this pandemic has highlighted that a little bit more. In fact, there's been a divergence that a lot of people are talking about between the big national chains who have access to cash and they have thousands of locations. And so they can, they can close down their business and, you know, and, and go for months without getting revenue. Whereas you have smaller operations where as soon as the pandemic hit, a lot of them, their situation became very precarious and started laying people off because it's just harder for them to compete. Sure. It's, a, it's a problem that really existed before we even got to the pandemic. It's always been a problem. And so the things I think about sometimes is what, what makes it possible for a small business to compete against a larger business. Okay. And so one of the things I think that you absolutely have to do, and this applies to really any kind of competitive situation, is you have to find a way to differentiate yourself. Sure. And so, you know, if you ask somebody, and, I, and I've talked to a lot of business owners, and I ask them, well, what is it, what makes, why should people come to you versus going to someone else? And a lot of times they all say the same thing, because we're better. You know, and I'm like, well, what, is that, what exactly does that mean? Um, because a lot of times, you know, you can go somewhere and the prices are similar. So there's no differentiation there. The quality might be the same, the experience might be the same, but somehow you have to find as a small business, well, what is it these larger businesses aren't doing as good as you do? So you have to find out what your competitive advantage is, and then you have to really figure out a plan that helps you to capitalize on that competitive advantage, and then you have to work the plan. And so you have to be, once you come up with a plan, you have to be consistent 
in working the plan, but yet flexible to respond as needed. And a lot of times I think for smaller businesses, it's harder to know and be realistic about what your differentiation is. Um, one example I use all the time is just because your friends and family tell you that your food tastes really good at Thanksgiving, doesn't mean you can go out and open up a restaurant. Right, 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 right. And so you, you need to have it. I love that example, by the way. As a yeah, food, it's one that really you appreciate that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you have to have a process, right, and an objective, realistic look at what your strengths and weaknesses are, who your competitors are, and how you compare against them, and then what's the best way for you to go out and compete against them to highlight what you do well while you mitigate what you don't do so well. So there has to be a process, and it has to be something that's um, objective. And for a lot of business owners, that's hard to do. We all think we can be objective, but really, it's really hard to be objective about yourself. You know, we all think that um, we're the, the best at doing whatever it is that we love to do. Those things usually go together. Because I love to do it, I think I'm good at it. I think but that that's I'm not good necessarily at it. the case. Right. And so what what we do here, because I want to point out, we, we do do taxes and we do do accounting work. Um, we also do the personal financial advising, but we also do business advising as well. And so we've come up with a package for different uh, competitive analysis and strategic planning offerings that we can offer our clients. Okay. We've done them as individual pieces before, but now we're doing them as a package. And so the things that would be involved in the package would do, uh, we can do environmental analysis with you. So what's out there? Um, what, what, what's the situation like? Would you really be successful in today's environment? What's the competitive analysis? So who are you competing against and how do you compare against those competitors? Sure. Then we do something called a SWOT analysis, which is one of my favorite things to do. It's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so that kind of looks at what you do well as a business and what you don't do so well. And then it looks at the environment and sees what are the opportunities out there and what are the competitive threats. And then we kind of match those up together to help you decide where should you be focusing your business at and on what features of the business should you highlight. And we also do cash flow forecasting and analysis. We can do business operations analysis where we look at your business and we help you, because I say help you because sometimes there's technical things involved that we as accountants and, and business people, we don't understand. It could be something very technical about your business, but we'll help you work through what's the best way to uh, formulate your business and to design your workflows. And then something that's extremely important in this environment is contingency planning, because we all sit here today and we have several things going on that lend a lot of uncertainty to the, to the um, situation because we don't know where the pandemic's going to go. It could get better, it could get worse. We don't know which way the election's going to go, who's going to win. So we don't know what the economic policies are going to be. We don't know what the social policy is going to be. But even absent all of that, you always need to have contingency planning, which is basically saying, well, what if X, Y, Z happens? And so we can throw that in the mix as well. And so, you know, a lot of times we'll do those things as individual items, but we can throw them all in a package. And so what I want to offer the people today is for the next three clients that I do this for, we're going to give you a special promotional price if you get the package. And I know we can't talk about prices right here. And so they'll have to give us a call at CLP Financial Group. Our phone number is 757-366-5242. That's 757-366-5242. If they give us a call, set up an appointment, we can talk about their needs. And we can, if they're interested in the package and if the package is something we see fits for their business, then we can... Um, 
we can tell them what our special promotional price is and show the next three clients and it'll be an attractive price and then they can get this valuable package to help them plan out their business. Yeah, no, I really, really appreciate that kind of offering uh, in terms of strategic planning, right? Because a lot of times, as small business owners, we may fly by the seat of our pants. We may lack the organizational capacity with which to even develop such a sophisticated um, plan. And I, I think what I really appreciate about what you said is that um, we kind of take the plan off the page, right? So I can show you how to implement the plan and then walk alongside you through that implementation process. Did I hear that right? That that is, that this is a more of a long-term strategy as opposed to a, just a one-time kind of sit-down session? Yeah, we're definitely looking to partner with people. Okay, um, great. How deep that that partnership goes, we'll have to work out between us, but we're definitely sure. looking to partner with more businesses because we already have some. And I want to thank you because the last time I was on your show, we did get several uh, people come to our office after that. And some of them got this, uh, I was surprised that, uh, at the level of detail that some of them were able to go with their numbers and how right. well they, they've been in the competitive uh, landscape. And some of them were in a little bit little bit more of a need for guidance and so we did get a cross uh section but it was a great great return i think from that great and you're able to assist business owners no matter kind of where they fall on that spectrum whether they're you know sophisticated in terms of their understanding of where they are or if they you know like you said need need more guidance that's you can help all types yes yeah. you're right so okay. we offer different levels of help and so really what it comes down to, I, I, I really think there's something for everyone, right? Right. Um, because we can we can go with starting with like just come in, we have a one or two hour conversation, right? At a, a, what I think is a reasonable price. Um, I think really what it comes down to is an investment and people have to see it as an investment and they have to see the value in what we're offering. Good. And yeah. so that's what it comes down to. But we have a level of service that can help anyone if they're willing to see the value in it. Perfect. In the 30 seconds that we have remaining, if you would just reiterate your contact information. Sure. It's James Young my, at CLP Financial Group. My phone number is 757-366-5242. And my email address is jyoung at clpfinancial.com. Perfect. James, this has been phenomenal. Like I said, we're going to do this quarterly for sure um, and provide this provide this assistance. I appreciate your time today. No problem. Talk to you later. All right. Talk soon. This show is brought to you by Positive Vibes Incorporated, our consulting services. We do credit fixes, tax resolution, we lend private money to real estate investors, and we do debt consolidations. Basically, we put money in your pocket when you need money. We put money in your pocket when you need money. 757-932-0177. Throughout the United States, credit fixes, tax resolution, lending private money to real estate investors, and debt consolidation. 757 Stay with us online at Black Wall Street. 
Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. 